Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, you would have seen on beers and break-evens yesterday, myself and Timmy Williams took a deep dive into everything Supercoach for round two, answering all your questions, talking about some strategies around trading and whatnot, and just uh, essentially just telling you guys, just don't freak out, just to stay calm. There's no need to make a billion trades this week. You want to get an extra look at everyone this week, and uh, I, I 100% stand by that. I don't think it's worth freaking out this week, but uh, I had a number of people who asked me a lot more specific questions about my team. So I thought I'd just go through it with you guys, uh, read through you know who I've got in what positions and who I'm actually planning on playing this week, etc, etc. I know a lot of people had a lot of questions this week and uh, we didn't go into too much detail exactly on our teams. I also I'll be honest with you guys, I haven't settled one on my reserves uh, until I haven't settled on my captain yet. I'm leaning towards just straight seeing Cleary tonight. I think a lot of people have been scared off Nath Cleary after last week in the World Club Challenge. Uh, I'm doubling down. I, I feel like he is going to do well tonight. I think that with your VC, I said it yesterday on Beers and Break Evens, uh, I know people don't like captaining a player early in the week because you want to have your VC, you think it's a waste not to have it, but fuck me, who who are you going to VC this week that's going to absolutely kill it realistically? I mean, Nath is the only one with that sort of potential, and what sort of score does Nath have to get for you to take a VC when you've got guys like Warbrick, Isaac Thompson, Paul Alamotti, Campiera. He got fucking five last week, and there's the potential uh, that Kieran Foran won't play this weekend. So realistically, what VC score are you going to take? What is worth doubling when you're going to get a CTW coming off your pine that will probably go sub-20? One of these guys will probably go sub-20. I just I don't understand the appeal. If you want to go Cleary VC into like a Jermaine Hopgood, I, I, I get it. I understand it. But I mean, geez, what like if Cleary does go 120, 130, which I think he's more than capable of doing tonight, uh, what are you going to do then? Are you going to take a VC and sacrifice a heap of points? I just... 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem overly appealing to me. So at the moment, I'm leaning towards a straight C on Cleary. As I said, I understand the appeal of like a Jermaine Hopgood. I think he probably gets 65, 70 points this weekend. I don't think he'll do the 100, the 80, that sort of thing. If he comes up with an attacking stat, for sure. Uh, but coming up against the Cronulla Sharks, they're, they're a pretty good uh, defensive outfit. So I'm just not sure. They're going to be desperate this week as well. I'm just not sure if Jermaine Hopgood does cross for a heap of attacking stats there. So I'm leaning towards Nathan Cleary. The other ones that I spoke about, Kalen Ponga, the more that I listened to Timmy speak yesterday, Adam Dewey became very interesting at 89 last week and the Tigers played pretty shit. I think that they uh, probably beat Newcastle this week, although I think it will be close. He's appealing. And I think Kalen Ponga, I mean, 72, spent 10 minutes off the field, got held up over the line with an unbelievable try-saver. He wasn't far away from scoring 110, 120 points. So those guys are very, very appealing to me as well. You've obviously got Mr. Consistent James Tedesco, uh, obviously scored low last week, but he's coming up against the Warriors this week, who, granted, look good last week. I'm just not convinced if they've completely turned the corner. So there are plenty of options there. I'm leaning towards Nath Cleary at the moment. I have got the C on him as it stands right now. Uh, but that could change as the weekend plays out. Always just going to be completely honest with you guys and tell you what I'm thinking at that time. It might change. If it does, I'll try and put up a post or, ch- or chuck it on my story or something. Uh, the team that I'm running out with this week, my reserves are a little bit subpar, to be honest with you guys. I'll have Brendan Smith starting at nine. I have Christian Welsh up front with Stefano. I will have Fafida, Wilton, and Hopgood as my back row. I'll have Nath Cleary at halfback, Kalen Ponga at six, Valentine Holmes, Isaac Tungo, Taruva, and Will Warbrick in the centers, and James Tedesco at fullback. My reserves. So first of all, the guys that I don't have playing this week, Tom Travojevic, he's obviously got the bye. Ola Kawatu's also got the bye. A lot of people freaking out about guys that have buys, don't have them in your team, trade them out. Look, it's one week. It is one week. I mean, let's take Ola Kawatu, for example. Like, I really like him. I think he's a great player. If they were playing this week, he probably gets 50 to 70 points, which is unreal. Because he's not playing this week, I, sh- I shove someone else in there. It might be a Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd might not do well. It's 35. Is a trade worth 30 points? Personally, I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm really excited about other people not having Ola Kawatu after this because they can't get to him and me having him. So I'm not going to hit panic stations. I'm not going to trade because of a buy. I knew this buy was coming. I knew there was going to be a buy in round two. I know next week that Isaac Tungo will have a buy. Taruva will have a buy. Nathan Cleary will have a buy. I might give away a few points there, but it's the trades that I want to have for a little bit later in the season. So I'm not going to panic on them. Taruva, uh, Isaac Tungo comes out, but Ola Kawatu comes back in, as does Tommy Turbo. So it's sort of balances out a little bit. I'm just, I'm not stressing about the impact of buys as much as other people. And I think people are probably overvaluing them a little bit. I just, I don't see a world where I get to round 27 or whatever. And, you know, I mean, fuck, if you come second instead of coming first by 30 points, you might go, oh, fuck, okay. But I mean, it's also a trade that you would have used earlier in the season that you couldn't use now. Uh, I just don't think it's going to cost you all that much towards the back end of the season. And personally, I think that being able to maneuver around with your with your um, trades and everything at the back end of the season is going to be more important than it is right now. Uh, but we'll see how it plays out. That's sort of my strategy. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to stress too much about the buyers. I hear people making plans about selling this guy because he's got to buy to this guy and then selling him off because he's got to buy this week. I just I think you're overdoing it a little bit, to be honest with you. And uh, I'll be holding my trades for now. I will not be making any this weekend. We don't really have a good lay of the land. Uh, guys like, you know, if I was to say anyone in my team 
who is most likely to get traded next week. It probably would be Franklin Pele. Obviously played very minimal minutes, yes, uh, last weekend. But, I mean, I'm going to give him another week. I'm going to see how it goes. He's at 216K at the end of the day. I mean, he scored eight. He's going to lose a little bit of money. But uh, is, it, is it really that much of a trainer? I don't know. If he comes out this weekend and plays the same minutes but has two tackle breaks, all of a sudden you're making m- m- money off Franklin Pele, you know? If he comes up with an attacking stat like he did in the trial, you're making a heap of money off Franklin Pele. Uh, so I'm not too panicked. Uh, other guys that I've got, I mean, Jacob Preston, he wasn't fantastic, but he scored 25 points. He played 50 minutes. He almost scored a try. He's not far away from being super, super relevant. So I'm not panicking. I've got Tanner Boyd as well, who I'm not uh, super enthused about. We'll see how they go with the Gold Coast Titans this week if Kieran Foran isn't there. Uh, but Tanner Boyd, I mean, yeah, 384K, scored 35. It's not going to lose that much money as it stands right now. He might lose a bit, but I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. And it is the first game, so it will come out of his rolling average very, very quickly. So I'm not hitting panic stations. Granted, if you got Cam Munster, I understand you're making a trade this week. But outside of that, uh, I would just be sitting on my hands this week. I will be using a boost next week. If need be, I'm more than happy to do that. And I'm more than happy to use a boost the week after that as well. I've got no issue with that either. So plenty of options to go with. My reserves, as I said, Olukawatu and Turbo are out. So my options are Sonny Luke, Mowali, Pele, uh, Egan Butcher, Jacob Preston, Tanner Boyd, Adam Dwayhe, Isaac Thompson, Paul Alamotti, Carm Piera. Uh, obviously, Adam Dwayhe, I've got Kalen Ponga in my starting side. I could swap them either way. One of them will definitely be a reserve. So the guys that I know will be reserves are Adam Dewey and Egan Butcher. I'm going to back him in 100% again to go good for the Roosters. So now I've got to pick two more reserves out of uh, Sonny Luke, Mawali. I'm going to rule Pele out. He's one that I can't go. Jacob Preston, Tanner Boyd, Isaac Thompson, Paul Alamotti, Campiera. Two of those guys. I'm actually going to take a bit of a punt, Sonny Luke. I'm not sure what his minutes are going to be. I don't think they'll be much more than last week. Spoke to him the other day. There is obviously reason behind what Ivan Cleary is doing, which makes complete sense. But I just think when he comes on, he can create a bit of havoc around the middle. So I don't mind a little Sonny Luke punt there. Uh, I'm also looking at Tanner Boyd for the Gold Coast Titans. Bit of a gamble, but I just think he's got a bit of upside. Good support play and whatnot. They are playing the Dragons. I actually think the Dragons put up a really good fight. I think there's value in the Dragons this week, uh, but I don't mind Tanner Boyd. The other one I don't mind... Obviously, Alamotti still looking very quiet going to Melbourne. Don't love that. Calm Piera, if Kieran Foran isn't there, I probably can't do that again. But as Timmy said yesterday, the amount of people that have moved off Calm Piera uh, kind of interests me because he has got the potential to score three and four tries without a heap changing. Isaac Thompson, though, I think that when you watch South Sydney last week, Lachlan Elias was so good on the right edge uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if they do hunt down that right side again. And if I was the South Sydney Rabbitohs, from watching the Panthers in the World Club Challenge and from watching them last week, I think that left edge. They're still working out their combos between Luke Garner, uh, between Taruva and Isaac Tungo. That's an edge that I would be targeting to be honest with you. So I wouldn't be surprised if Isaac Thompson does collect a try or two in this game. You think about how they played last week. A lot of it was Lachlan Elias overcalling Cody Walker on that other side, which means that Latrell was sitting on the left edge as well. And Elias took it down the right and put uh, Campbell Graham over for two meat pies. I think that they will probably address this week that they will attack the right a little bit more, which says to me that if Latrell Mitchell is playing he'll probably be down that edge a little bit more and we know that when Latrell gets the ball you can just about guarantee your winger's about to make a line break or score a try so Isaac Thompson I think he's a little smoky one. I'm still going to play Will Warbrick simply because I think Melbourne can put a bit of a score on Canterbury based on how they played last week. 
But Isaac Thompson, he's one that's got serious potential um, to be a reserve for me. I'm actually considering reserving him over Sonny Luke as we speak. I think I'll run with Tanner Boyd and see how he goes. Uh, next week, There is it, it is appealing, depending on how Isaiah, Isaiah Katoa goes uh, against the Canberra Raiders, which I think that he will go well, to be honest with you. I, I think the Dolphins might pull an upset there. Tanner Boyd does become interesting. Maybe I could downgrade him uh, and move him to Isaiah Katoa. Maybe that could allow me a little bit of movement elsewhere. So I uh, just thought I'd, I'd give you guys an idea of what my team looks like, what my thinking is at the moment. Uh, cards on the table with you, as always. I'm leaning towards Captain uh, Captain in Cleary, but I, I'm not going to say to you guys that that is 100% guaranteed. I'll sort of be going off the vibe. I'll be in the car today driving to Wagga Wagga for our live show on Friday night for about four or five hours, probably a little bit more. I think I'm make a few stops. Um, so I'll have a lot of time to think about it. And as we know, last week, that's what caused me to go Tom Trevojevic as captain. So that one played off really nicely. Uh, as it stands right now, I might have to be in my car listening on the radio every week to my captain playing. It might be uh, my little lucky charm just quietly, but I will be, I'm leaning towards Nathan Cleary. I haven't made that exact decision yet. I need to sit down and work out what, who I'm going to go for and whatnot. Uh, but I just think people shouldn't be scared off captaining Cleary simply because they want to have a crack at a VC. The chances of your VC scoring enough this week to make it worthwhile, considering how many cheapy CTWs you should be carrying in your side just makes me question if it's worth it or not. Personally, I definitely don't think it is. I, I, can't, I, I don't really understand the logic, to be honest with you. I think that it's something that Timmy's been talking about you know, since I met him, essentially, that he thinks that the VC loophole is very overrated. I think in like draft competitions and stuff, it is absolute gold, and I understand it there. But I think when it comes to classic, I agree with Timmy. I think it is a little bit overrated. I think you need a lot of things to go your way to be able to use it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss and I think with the way that updates work in Supercoach oh, they can just fluctuate so much that you just don't know if it's worthwhile or not so for me I, I don't know I, I'm, I think I'm just going to go with clear I am still looking at Adam Dewey I am still looking at Kalen Ponga um, the appeal of a Jermaine Hopgood is very nice as well there is no doubt about that whatsoever even like a David Fafita but we won't know if Foz is playing to the back end of the week so I probably can't do that um, it, it'll, it'll be too late for us to know if Foz is playing or not so yeah that's sort of my thinking at the moment guys no trades this week uh, if I had to bet on the trades I make next week I couldn't see myself going Franklin Pella to someone, but once again, his basement price, so a front row forward, I don't know if it worries me all that much, and I'm not sure if there's someone really jumping out of the ground to move to either. If I had a dual position guy in my back row, I would definitely move them up to front row forward, move Franklin Pele down, and maybe move to a Jackson Ford, who I'm a big fan of. He'll obviously be a big watch this weekend to see mostly his minutes, but to see his role as well. Um, I know that it was 80 minutes in week one, but and, and I'm pretty confident he will play 80 minutes moving forward, but we just need to wait and see. We need to be sure that that is his role moving forward. We need to be sure that Nia Corey 
Ray's role is playing on the right edge for 60 minutes. We need to be sure that Mitch Barnett playing in the front row, that is his role. you got Jazz Tavanga who's coming back through New South Wales Cup this week. That's another aspect that we need to consider. If he comes into this side, does that shift Mitchie Barnett to an edge? We know traditionally he's played on the left side, I believe. So uh, a lot to think about with Jackson Ford. I think he's very appealing, but I am going to watch for another week uh, and see how it plays out there. And even so, it's going to be hard to get to him. Maybe a Jacob Preston, but I think he's going to make money. Um, so, yeah, plenty to watch this week. If there's an injury somewhere in the in, with any of my forwards, uh, it'll probably be a straight swap to Jackson Ford if all goes well this week. Tanner Boyd to Isaiah Katoa is also on uh, on the cards for me, potentially, if I see that Isaiah Katoa handles himself this week up against Jack White and Hudson Young, that'll probably say to me that he's going to stay there a little bit if he scores well, a 42 last week. If he scores, you know, 40-plus this week, very appealing. If Tanner Boyd goes quietly, which I, th- I think he's got the potential to against the Dragons, um, yeah, the, the, those could be my two trades. Outside of that, I, on- I really don't see myself making too many moves, to be honest with you. I can understand if you don't have Sonny Luke and he scores well again this week, that you might want to move to him. But as we said on Beers and Break Ever yesterday, he's got the round three bye. So I wouldn't be panic- panicking too much about getting Sonny Luke in. Uh, Brandon Smith, I mean... I think if he's quiet this week, I think there's the potential that people could trade him out, which I'd be all for. I think I'd just hold him for now. Um, I think that eventually he will score you know, a couple of tries in a few weeks and he'll make a heap of money there. But uh, yeah, guys, that's what I'm thinking. I've got, I'm not using a trade this week. No boost, nothing. Still got about 300K in the bank and I could upgrade that a little bit next week as well, which is very exciting. So we'll see how it all plays out. Best of luck with your Supercoach teams this weekend. If you are in Wagga Wagga or in the region surrounding Wagga Wagga, we will be at uh, the Riverina Hotel on Friday night, 6 p.m. And as I've said on Beers and Breakevens, if you are a Beers and Breakevens fan, a Supercoach fan, come and talk to me and Timmy. We'll have two hats that we'll be giving out to the first fans that come and find us and want to talk a bit of Supercoach. So very, very exciting times. Uh, best of luck with your Supercoach over the weekend, guys. And we'll give you little updates as we go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.